Hey, how's it going, universe? Welcome to a very, very, very special episode of Zoobox Goes to the Movies, kind of, sort of. I guess, well, I don't know, this is just like a very special conversation. Uh, today, past and future guest Dan Prophet joins me once again. We're going to be talking about Chris Chan, a comprehensive history. What made him this way? What is the attraction? What keeps us fascinated? This is the story of Chris Chan. And also, really, what the real story of Chris Chan is, is like the culture that surrounds Chris Chan, and that actually was almost developed parallel to his existence, or hers existence. Because it's, you know, what, is uh, Christian Weston Chandler? Christine Weston Chandler? It's actually Sonichu. Or Sonichu, exactly. Well, that's true. The mer- well, the merge. Has- actually, isn't it Ian- Brian Ian Anderson? <laughs> Oof, that's the fucking... <laughs> Pretty big diss right there, but yeah, no, uh, you're, we're, we want to talk about, uh, the, we, how do you describe, I mean, this person has been around on the internet, uh, being infamous for almost 20 years. I, I, I didn't even know really, this person has been in the peripheral, my mm-hmm. understanding, even being like, I, I'm not enough of an online person for Chris yeah. Chan have shown up in my periphery. In fact, for a long time, like when I was in Boston, cause I guess that was, I guess the first time I must have heard of Chris Chan was around the 2011 to 2013 era, but yeah. I didn't I didn't know anything of it. I, I figured that this was I thought that Chris Chan was like um, like a, a metrosexual um, Asian American guy doing like the SXC <laughs> Phil kind of news film show. I just thought he was like some kind of YouTuber. Yeah, I, I heard the name and the name didn't sound interesting. Well, and nothing what, that was associated with the name sounded interesting, so. I was just like, oh, that must just be some like random person trying to be an influencer. Yeah, because I heard about Chris Chan probably four or five years ago, and then really never thought about them again up until like it was like last year. I just I found out about that documentary series, the Geno Samuels documentary series, Chris Chan: A Comprehensive History, and I kind of watched random episodes, and I it, I didn't really catch my fancy. And then even when I sent it to you, I kind of assumed though that you probably were more aware of it than I w- would have been because like I'm not we're not like completely normies right but we are closer to normie than than to like internet guy well we're just old it will especially now that you as the years <laughs> go on yeah like on the internet we're really old we are so Chris Chan like passed on the radar because like the allure of Chris Chan <clears throat> had become uh, like the trolls bullying him which is something that I didn't have any interest in and like, actually, I remember my second encounter with Chris Chan was, um, I think I had heard the name thrown out on a podcast somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, Chris Chan, that's that Asian American metrosexual SFC Bill <laughs> clone influencer from YouTube, right?" Um, I should, I'm going to look that guy up and see what he actually does because I think this was in my content, the beginning of my content uh, uh, desert days when I started the company, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I looked up Chris Chan and I looked up who Chris Chan was and what Chris Chan was doing. And I immediately closed that book. Immediately. So uh, until Chris Chan fucked his mom a week and a half ago, that was, like, my Chris Chan Pokemon was, like, 
um, handsome, metrosexual, upbeat Asian man doing a news villain show on YouTube to like Chris Chan, the fully realized transsexual who's like smooching on his mom, but nobody's doing anything about it yet. Yeah. Like now, like now the state finally comes in. And, you know, I think that one of the things we need to talk about in this episode is like how uh, the society at large, people are pointing a lot of fingers. Um, we need to point the finger at ourselves. This is a this is Michael Jackson part two, taken to an even worse extreme. Oh, it's insane! This is a byproduct of a fucking toxic society. It's a toxic, but Dan, it's not just a toxic society. Like the 4chan way of doing business is almost birthed from them finding out about Chris Chan. Like that's like because this we're talking. This goes back to like two thousand four. Yeah. Like, 2004 and then by 2006 like 4chan which i didn't even know existed in 2006 honestly because that's how much of a normie i'm like i would have had no fucking awareness of that like back then they find out about the sonichu comic and then they just mercilessly for like six years fucking just fuck with this guy and in ways that are like wildly inappropriate it's not just like trolling him on the internet it's like meeting him and taking pictures of his house and yeah. pretending to be his girlfriend and uh yeah. trying to f like knowing that he is while he's a high functioning autistic guy he's an autistic guy like there's no question about like that he has a mental handicap and he clearly I, I, does not see anything high functioning he's, he does not function well, high functioning in the sense that he can like walk around, cook himself food, take himself to the bathroom. I think that's what they mean technically. Oh, wow, that's that. pretty, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to uh, offend the autists. Please, thank you, Dan. I mean, that was. You know, we may have to stop. No, difficulties, everybody. No, it's uh, but it's. Yeah, but like it was just—it's some of the most cruel, fucked up, funny but intensely cruel. Like I was so conflicted about parts of the story, especially stuff that was happening with like, you know, he got people that actually went to the lengths of like making their own Sonichu comics, like yeah. uh, pretending to be him. This guy, liquid Chris. I'm straight. I'm straight. Believe me. Goodbye. Who is a legend. But Liquid Chris, even he took it too far. Everybody took it too far because no one knows when to get off the ride. And then even when people smarten up a little bit, there's 15 people behind them just waiting for their and turn. Yeah, and they get progressively worse and worse until you get to uh, Isabella, whoever, Janky, who is the final boss, I guess. What made her this way? What is the attraction? What keeps us fascinated? This is the story. Holy Ooh, shit. Yeah. An even bigger uh, freak than Chris Chan and wants to destroy Chris Chan. It, it's well, like in, in, uh, in the third Batman movie. <laughs> I, you know, I, I saw a little bit about her today. Allegedly, she had been involved in trying to get other trans people to commit suicide online. Like there's, there's a lot of alleged stuff. Uh, yeah, well, I'm pretty sure the I, stuff I about her being for a For the fan. record, everybody, I believe all of it. Every single <laughs> bit of it. I believe all of it. 
All of it, because I saw it on the internet. Uh, but like all the stuff about it, like her parents are like feds, like high, like high-ranking feds. I was like, okay, guys. <laughs> Which was just a beautiful like meta layer of the internet, just like really having fun with that. But uh, but yeah, but this person is like whoever they are, clearly a fucked up person. Like clearly, it seems like, and especially even over the past few days, even more information has been coming out. She clearly was like goading him into like fucking like going trying to hook up with his mom. <clears throat> And there's even speculation whether that even really happened. Because he says crazy shit to obscure things that aren't as bad as the things that he's saying. And he has a history of that. Right. And she he has also, his you know, he's gotten to a point in his own psyche where he thinks that like Sonichu is real and like the dimensions are merging and that like Marvel characters are just as real as like, he's doing yeah. like the, that Robert Heinlein thing. Yeah. Where like all uh, all all uh, universes exist and are real somewhere. All, all like variables, all variable strands are real and they could, you know, actually like affect each other. Yeah. And that's, oh my God, like my head hurts just even thinking, like trying to go down these paths, like these tendrils. Like as soon as you say one thing, there's like a million things that spider out from it. But like that, that was another one of the trolls that was also very funny, but really fucked up was like the whole thing when. Because somebody basically con- convinces Chris that that's how reality works. And it's a slow... And they do it over like a two-year period. And then they start chastising Chris for fucking with their like fake characters that they're making. Like Asper Chew, I think, was the... like the, Whoever created Asper Chew. But Chris, um, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, that was still a movie and everything in it was determined, predetermined by the movie writers and the director. And I mean, there is no, you know, like alternate cartoon world in reality. I mean, cartoon characters don't actually think and feel things. You obviously are naive about that because you're not understanding that possibly so, that universe actually existing. So you do believe that um, when an artist creates a cartoon character, that character actually becomes real? Is that what you're saying to me? Within that universe, yes. Because <laughs> they, because Chris wouldn't admit that he had Aspergers, and everybody just insisted that he had Aspergers, so they create Asperchew to troll him, and then they start making their own like Asperchew revolutions, like their own side. They're like making comic books just to fuck with this guy. Like this yeah. is not some passive effort. This is no, not being on so a message much, board. So much content has been created in response to Chris Chan. Like they're, they're, you know, he has inspired as he's inspired way more content than he's created really because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. apparently there's only like 11 issues of sonic or whatever like i don't know Dude, i can you can buy them on amazon oh that's awesome i need to get the whole collection i need you to spend get... <laughs> i need to spend money that i should spend on theo on like sonic i'll get them oh, for him i was gonna say you get them for your son yeah there's wow. no way there's no fucking way he's being exposed to anything like that <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like one of these examples of just like what are people's parents doing when their teenage kids are like psychologically torturing a fucking autistic man? <laughs> that that's the thing, yeah. Like, I mean, it, no, but some tell- of these people have actually, you know, because some of the people have recanted and said how bad they feel about it. Some of these people have become fucking doctors, and yeah, lawyers. Because the people on 4chan, they're not little goblins; they're actually like pretty high functioning people most of the time 
And this is how they blow off steam. Is okay. to be fucked up on the internet. <laughs> but the Christian thing is just such an interesting separate strand. Like it just became this this beast. I don't even know. And like I don't ever know how to feel about any of it at any given time because at like I see like you know during the beginnings or the intro to the Geno Samuels documentary series, you see that that like little video clip of Chris when he's like a little boy. And he's just won a contest, and he's all like excited. And then yeah. it's just like I get really sad when I see yeah. that. No, because there, it's like it, it, it's like that um, concept of um, moving in any direction. That if you if you move in any direction one degree, when you're at the point of when you're moving away from that point, it doesn't seem like you're moving that far from the direction. But then when you get that much farther out. You're miles and miles and miles away from it. Yeah. And, and Chris, if he had just gotten clicked in this direction, two clicks, where could he have gone? And you know what? It's fucking Barb's fault. It's fucking oh, Bob's fault. Well, well, Barb is also, again, as more information I found out today, Barb has had a history of mental illness, had allegedly abused. Uh, Chris has an older brother that is not mentioned in any of the documentary or anything like that. Uh, that alleges that she abused him and abused Chris, but nothing was ever done about it. Seems like the only thing that was really holding that whole thing together was uh, his father, Bob. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which I haven't seen a lot of. I mean, I've seen some footage of Bob, but I just like that whole family obviously clearly has mental illness. I mean, they're hoarders. If you like uh, his house burnt down because of an electrical fire, like an outlet sparked up. But the reason uh, there's and there's like a video clip and it was in the documentary and you can also find it online where Bob is yelling at Chris because he's posted pictures of the inside of their house all over the Internet. And then the trolls got it. They're going to send it to the Department of Health and stuff like that. So he's worried they're going to lose their house. That's because they were hoarders. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's just wall to wall stuff. And it's it's really sad. It was really it, sad. It is. And, and what's. <sighs> What's sad about that relationship is that, you know, uh, I guess that um, Bob and Barb had Chris later on. Yeah. So they're like much older than Chris and they're completely detached from like what the internet is because yes. they're not even like boomers. They're like fucking the generation before or whatever. Yeah. They were in their like mid forties probably when they had Chris. Yeah. And in that clip that you're talking about specifically, Bob is telling him, you know, you need to get, you uploaded that stuff on the internet. You need to uh, unupload it. You need to unload all that stuff. Listen to me. Yes. Listen to me. Yes. Shut that goddamn thing off. I don't care what you do. You get all that stuff off of there tonight. I'm working on it. Go work on it. I am. Do you realize? Do you realize something? Let me tell you. If the health department of Greene County sees those videos that you put on the damn internet, they could condemn our house and we would have to move out of it. I see. You go get that goddamn stuff off of there and fast. I'm working on it. I was making a YouTube video for you to tell everybody to get the images off of the internet. It's I my control. Oh, you get them off. It's I my control. I don't know where to go. 
I know the word of the... You loaded them up there. You unload them. I'm working on it. Go do it. I am working. I am doing it. I'm sorry. Get in the hair and do it. I... I... I'll I be am... up all night with you if I have to. You won't get any sleep for that stuff. I'm working on it. Like completely misunderstanding the idea that literally hundreds of thousands of people have copies of this shit now. Yeah, yeah. It's like there. It's a hydra that no one could ever imagine to contain. Yeah. And Bob doesn't even grasp that something like that exists. No, he thinks he's gonna like be the tough dad. He's like, we're gonna stay up all night. We're gonna stay yeah, up all night and get it done. What, what 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 do you got to click, son? <laughs> Yeah. What, what do you got to click and yeah. type in there to get this done? And you know, and then Chris being completely detached from reality, he's saying, Dad, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. His dad doesn't understand that Chris's idea of working on it is just begging people to take it down. This does not even deserve a captain's log introduction. Because this is dead serious. The inside and outside tour I did a few months ago in my house. Everyone here that my mother and my father are angry at me. They're blaming at me. It's my fault. I admit it. It's my fault. I want everything about my house off the internet. I'll send in detectives. I'll send in police. I'll send in everything in my power. Yeah. yeah. Chris thinks that yelling and stomping is anything other than begging. And it's just a fucking sad display, man. It is modernity like an open-faced turkey sandwich fucking slapped on a platter right in front of you and it's disgusting but it also tastes really good so you can't yeah. stop eating it it's like you know it, it's just the, well, it's that not was, good for you but you can't stop eating it i mean like i because i like i i got up to like say part 40 of that documentary and i watched like pretty much watching all of all of that over like a week and a half or two week period i just couldn't do it. i had to tap out i was like i can't do this anymore because not it's it becomes very tedious and very repetitive. And we're very repetitive. It's just the same. It's like watching a person walk into a buzzsaw over and over and over again. Because uh, he doesn't, he can't. Well, there be, see, it's an interest. It's a, it's a complex situation because now this is Chris's life. So this is literally his social outlet is to right. be trolled and, and, on the internet. Yeah. And, that and people I'll give him money and people uh, like, quote unquote, support him. And right. You know, there there are there's several videos of he and Barb like e begging. Yeah. Everybody out there, buy things off of eBay. Off of Christine's eBay. Off of Christine's eBay to help us pay our mortgage. Please. Thank Please. you. Action. Action. Hello. My name is Barbara Chandler. I wish to wish Nicholas Cruz happy birthday. Yay! Please can buy Christine Chandler's uh, merchandise to help us pay the mortgage. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. And where do we buy this stuff from? My eBay. Buy on eBay. Yeah, link below. Thank you. Anything else you want to say? No, that's all. Have a, have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day. Why can't you say have a good day? Have a good day. Yay! Yes. She looks like a fucking deer in the headlights because Bob's been dead for a couple of years and she's lost her mind and it's so fucking sad. It's just, yeah, at what point did the trolling become such a part of Chris's life that he said, you know what? 
I'm just going to keep engaging with this because if it wasn't for this, I wouldn't have anything at all. Because I and think how aware of Chris, like on what level is Chris aware of that? I think he's probably on some level is probably aware of it, but it's almost it's like become so normalized in his life because he yeah, didn't. It's like it's like talking to somebody that doesn't know how to say no. He just doesn't know how to be like, no, I'm not going to engage in this. No, I don't want to do that. He just doesn't even know. He doesn't even know that he he doesn't have to respond, especially back in the early days when he would have been in his you know early to mid twenties. He doesn't understand that he doesn't have to respond to them. I don't think he really, really cognizantly like gets that. And they all know that he's like a you know he's a he's a romantic. He's a, he's lovesick. He's on his love quest. He's like so whatever, and you could do so much better. I think we should get together now. And that's what everyone's talking about. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like a girlfriend. No way, no way, that ain't right, woman. No way, no way, I could be your boyfriend. Hey, hey, you, you, I know that you'd like me. Hey, you, hey, you, you need to be straight, girl. Hey, hey, you, you, I want to be your boyfriend. That's right. <laughs> He's got to find a boyfriend-free girl. Oh, dude, good luck with that. Yeah, well, that's what everybody was joking, because he's in a women's prison, apparently. And uh, at least that's gonna, what I heard. Who's going to be? They, uh, they, they switched that up. Okay, okay, because I think it was Mr. Mediker was just like, well, got to be a lot of boyfriend-free girls in there. They switched that up because Tucker got on his news set, and he said, you know, why are they looking locking yeah. up this Pikachu with all these women? I couldn't. Well, that was another fascinating thing. It's like the internet got out for a second, got out of it's like where it belongs. It became a national news story. I couldn't believe like Tucker Carlson covered that. Like, what the fuck, dude? Why? <laughs> uh, because why he, pile on this dude? Well, I think that Tucker was using it as an angle. Oh, of course, no, he's using it to use it like talk about what he feels is a, a larger issue, and I understand that, but. God, just uh, I, I, it's so ex I'm so I'm exhausted for that guy. Like it's even like when you watch the when he gets arrested. Oh, good old Ethan Ralph of the oh, Killstream, the editor in chief of uh, the Ralph Retort. Uh, this this psycho is <laughs> he was going to Chris Chan's. He found out where Chris Chan's hotel was, so he's just gonna go do an ambush interview. Yeah, and then it ends up he's getting arrested. He's getting walked out of the building. And uh, do you think Christian had any fucking awareness of like really what was going on? No, no, not at all, not at all. He's, tell he's telling the cops about the merge. Uh, Ethan Ralph's talking. He's like, Christian, you're live to three. Christian, you're live to three thousand people. He sounds like he sounds like some southern preacher or something, like getting all fired yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Your goddess blue heart, and I Yeah, you're lied to about 3,000 people right now, Christian. How do you believe? Well, don't. You're taking everything in stride. You said you're doing good? Yeah, I keep it good faith. Everything is going to work out. Doing good, feeling good? Well, How's the last few days been? I know it's been pretty stressful. It's been stressful, but I've taken it one moment at a time, and I've got my, I've got my loves. Christine, this man does want to help you. Yeah, we were trying to get you on the show, but... Look, when you get out, look me up. Killstream. I don't know if you know who I am or not. <laughs> I felt good. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, is the merge coming? All right. 
It's happening now. We're on the very the last merge. Bread. It's happening right now, isn't it? Right now, it is. We're living it. It's happening right now. Chris Chan's just like looking around. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know me or not. You know, Chris, Chris Chan's like, don't poke yourself on the button in my pocket. Uh, you know, it's just a fucking mess. And, and, and it goes back, you know, this isn't a new thing. Uh, the sideshow has been part of human existence, like, well into antiquity. In fact, it's probably something that's been with us as long as alcohol yeah. or, or any other convention that we came up with um, as a societal lubricant. There's always been outcasts. There's always been people who don't fit in. And we've always found ways to put these people on display and make a mockery or or uh, an example of them. And Chris Chan is is the modern twenty twenty one version of that. Yeah, and that has come colliding head to head with a system that will no longer institutionalize people um, for getting to the absolute terminus of their mental health. Yes, and they allow these people to run roam free and live and cohabitate with one another. Barb. And Chris should have like they. Sh I'm sorry. After, like after Bob died, they should not have been allowed to live on their own. They should have had. They should have gone into custody. Like the, both of those people are out of their mind. But we don't yeah. have a system anymore that allows you to institutionalize people who are harmful. They have to get to a point where they fuck grandma, and then you can finally arrest them on like an incest charge from 1890 or some shit. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, why our system is fucking bullshit. And Dan Deegan, Dan Deegan, I challenge you to a wrestling match right now, buddy. <laughs> An intellectual wrestling match. Because I don't actually want to get greasy with you. Maybe I do. But this is where freedom, this is where liberty gets us, okay? When it's just freedom unhinged, when we're just allowed to be whoever we want to be, and, and also not have our liberty to uh, uh, not be institutionalized when we're out of our minds. You get grandma fucking, you get Chris Chan, and you, you get a situation where people have to be hurt before the system comes in and does anything about it. Oh, and we, and we see this a lot, and we see this a lot with, uh, and this is, like, obviously, like, a big part of the discussion with, like, uh, with, you know, trans people and stuff. Because a lot of them, especially if you spend any time on Twitter and you see the kind of people that, like, are quote-unquote activists for it, a lot of them are like Chris Chan. A lot of them are autistic, like, and very autistic. And they, but that's, but that's part of the beauty of who they are and their identity. And, and we're not allowed to ever like confront somebody or, or to say like, Hey, you know, maybe this has, maybe you feel this way for other reasons. Like not every, not, like most, most trans people are like Christian. They're not like fucking uh, contra points or Blair white. Like that's not like your average like Jay. <coughs> or who <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Just Google that later. Anyway, um, <laughs> but no, no, but like, but right. like, we're not. You're not like there. We have like this apparatus now where we've we've included those people into a protected class where you can't even help them because wanting to help them is considered a form of bigotry. It's right. considered it's considered that you're actually trying to do them harm. But oftentimes things like this will happen. So they'll attack somebody. Um, They'll like or fuck their grandmother. They'll molest a kid. Like it happens quite often. Okay, killed pulling a trick. Yeah, and, and and you know, it's it's like this idea that um, nothing 
nothing that you say about it is valid because you're not experiencing that uh, oppressed class, that protected class. Um, you know, so you can literally have grown children throwing tantrums. Um, yeah. Like there's, you know, some video, I think, of Chris Jan throwing a tantrum, laying oh. on the ground, literally like Theo, my Actually, toddler, does. Yeah. At a at a uh, convention, just like they're they kicking him out. out, he's just like yeah. laying there, like when uh, like like when a random plastic object catches Theo's eye, and I don't let him have it, and he loses his shit and falls to the ground, like he got hit by a mortar shell or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like come on, man, and and now this person is in court, deferring to his eighty year old mother who has dementia, saying she'll handle this. Yeah, it's like dude. This person should have been fucking institutionalized like 10 years ago, man. And, the, and look, this goes back to our uh, discussion about Starship Troopers, okay? Why I think freedom failed. Because when you have freedom with no limitations, I know, I know that if the soul cannot take a long breath, then laws are girded too tight, okay? But freedom goes too far when you get to the point where you can just... Well, destroy I, yourself and everyone around you. Yeah, well, you have to be, like, practical. Like, things have to be practical. Like, we're trying to build a functioning society where everybody lives together and everybody functions together and there are responsibilities we have to each other. And that's why we've, you know, we've created some of the institutions we have. I'm not saying that they work correctly, even most of the time. But that is what they're there for. That's the function. Why and, haven't uh, some of these trolls been arrested for harassment? Dude, honestly, I People was... have been harassing his fucking family for over a decade. Can't they trace it? Can't they triangulate the IP? Because I guess... If you, if, 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 if you drop an N-bomb on Facebook in Britain, the police will be at your door in under 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. But they can't find the people who have been literally making Chris Chan's family's life a living hell for the last 20 years. They can't drag up these people. Well, because for Chris Chan's, like, the effect that it's had on Chris Chan is, like... It's uh, it's compounded over time. Like every every single one of them has done something a little fucked up and taken it a little too far. Uh, but every single one, like you said earlier, like gets progressively worse. It gets progress. It's almost like a series of dares. Like everybody's just like, well, who's gonna go meet Chris? Oh, you're you're pretending to be his girlfriend on emails. Why don't we get somebody to call him? Why don't we meet him at a mall? Yeah, like the big game of dare or dare. Yeah, because I think a lot of the people involved in this stuff, were, at least from what it seems like from that documentary, looked like they were either just out of high school or in late high school. Yeah, like they don't they seem sounded, very old. They sounded very young. Yeah, like that dude. <clears throat> one of my favorite trolls, uh, Lars, the uh, supposed black man. Sorry, I missed your missed you last night. I just didn't know if you'd be around. Listen, I'm going to turn you over to Lars right now, and I'll be listening. So you oh. two boys play nice, okay? Where all this shit come from? Yo, dog, we've, we've been building, we've been building our, our velocity toward ferocity and toward audacity of hope and change and chope and shit. Fucking big bomber's house up in here. A black nigga and a white nigga be, be mixing and matching. Make ourselves one big gray nigga and shit. See what I'm doing, dog? Oh he literally sounds he's he, like if there is a he sounds like for, a fifteen year old white kid. Doing I was a black literally just gonna say that if there's anybody in the world that sounds more like a fifteen year old white kid than the dude <laughs> who's doing the character of Lars, <clears throat> and Chris is so suggestible, 
And by the end of that conversation, he's in full Ebonics dropping N-bombs with soft knees. I know. Yeah, because they got, because Chris, like, uh, what are they, code switched? I'd say that's cool, man. I praise you for being able to bang all them hoes back in the high school days. But I tell you what, I was naive on a dating subject back in high school. I didn't even think about it. I mean, I should have asked, asked the woman. I should have banged my own share of hoes back in the day. But I didn't, dog, because I just did not think of it. I was really slow. And I, I even had a girl, I even had a girl crush back then. But then she done left me. She was out dating with somebody. She was out dating with somebody else behind my back. I didn't even know about it. But she, she and I, we were tight. Did... No. Yes, he could. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Chris Coates, which is to talk to the obviously fifteen-year-old white man playing a black man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just I can't imagine a person being this suggestible. And that's what I'm talking about. If a person is this suggestible, they need special care. And Barb and Bob were not fucking able to handle this person. There was a generational gap there that really, and I think Barb and Bob had their own problems. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, obviously the hoarding aspect is kind of a giveaway. I don't know if that's Bob or if it was Barb or if it was mutual. Um, But usually that is a sign of some form of schizophrenia on one of their parts. Yeah. I mean, Bob seemed like he kind of had it together out of all of them. Yeah, Bob seemed more of like the collector type. I mean, and that, that's one of the things that broke my heart was when in, in, in one of the early episodes of that comprehensive guide or whatever, he talks, he reads this letter that Bob wrote to Chris. Yeah. About his collection, about how I've collected these things over the years so that I can pass them down to you. And I want you to enjoy them and understand them and take the time to listen to them and, and explore them. And then Chris sells them all for fucking Legos. Well, Christopher, one of my actions that I regret most when I was a young man, sometime in the late 1940s, I think, I was entrusted with my grandfather's straight razor by means of his last will and testament, and I carelessly misused it and broke it by trying to use it as a screwdriver. I found out later that my grandfather Holloman had specifically wanted me to have it because it had been very personal to him and he wanted me to have something of his that had been very personal to him. Something that he had used every day. Well, I still have that broken razor of his, and I still carry the burden of carelessly, with no concern, breaking it. I knew that I would never use it to shave with, but it was my one personal bond with him, and I still feel like I betrayed his trust by carelessly and thoughtlessly misusing it and breaking it. Maybe that razor did have a purpose greater than anything my grandfather and I dreamed of. For it is because of my careless, or my grandfather's razor, that I am writing this open letter to you. I hope that you will not carelessly misuse, waste, or destroy the value of the many things I have collected for you. Do not be in such a hurry to use, play, or work with these things. First, learn all about them, how to use them and enjoy them, their value and how you can thoughtlessly waste their value. Then enjoy them as I have. For example, my very good stamp collection, or all the recorded popular music on cassette tape, VCR tapes and records, the oil paintings, United Nations art graphics, first of the issue covers, first life covers, the complete set of the very valuable wrong first day issues of the United Nations covers, the musical movies I have collected for you on VCR tapes, my books on popular music, movies, entertainers, musical theater, 
ship models, my daylilies, gazebo, and dreams. As a boy, my greatest dream was to have inherited things from my mother, father, grandparents, etc. But alas, they were poor, and we were poor, and the things we and they had didn't stay around long. I am a collector of things, even more than your mother, and as a boy, I always wished I had a stamp collection, or coin collection, or book collection, and a large old house for my grandparents. Well, I did end up with a few things which you will get from me. I have the Chandler family Bible from grandfather and grandmother Chandler. The graveyard plots from my grandfather Chandler and mother are buried in Sylacauga, Alabama. A few books from my step-grandmother Holloman and a few of my mother's sister's books. My father's picture album is a boy. My mother's picture album is a girl. My picture album is a boy. A box of assorted pictures. A box of my mother's things when she was a young girl, including a teddy bear she cut the hair off, thinking it would grow back. My baby clothes. All of my books, stamp collection, records, tapes, paintings, scout badges, trumpet, grandfather clock, my dreams for you, your mother, and other personal things. The things that are left from my parents' lives together and apart, except for the memories, which I will try to write down in a separate document called My Memoirs. He sells them all for Legos while the family is spiraling into debt and getting like their utilities shut off. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes me think of like, you know, you know, Caitlin's not really attached to stuff. She's always been the kind of person that likes to kind of move stuff out and get rid of it. I'm yeah. very archival. I really yeah. like to have, you understand this, I like yes. to have the records, I like to have the books, I like to have the DVDs. And even if it's a movie that I'm going to watch one time for the rest of my life, it's not about that. It's about, I need to make sure that, yeah, that's, that's in my library. Yes. You know? yeah. and, and, and I understand that archival nature that Bob had. And I have a small archive, much smaller than Bob's, that I want to pass down to my children. Like I, I listened to part of Theo's childhood so far has been listening to records with me. Yeah. And I'm going to pass them down to him one day. There's like a conversation that I had with my buddy Andy. You know, He was talking about how he's, he's like us. He's kind of archival and he has... You know the box set of Zatuichi and very nice records and you know mm -hmm. uh, very rare prints of European metal bands that came with a sticker and it's all still in the cellophane and stuff and yeah he said you know this stuff is all this stuff is all garbage the day that I die yes. it's all garbage the day that I die it's very important to me but the day that I die it's just stuff to throw away and that's why I think it's important to try to pass that like I I, I tried to. I probably didn't have the vocabulary. We were probably drinking, and I probably couldn't explain it to him. But like, it's important to have. It's not just stuff that, like Bob put no, it. No, it's I, a part of your personality. It's yeah, part of I, you. I had like, never thought about it before, like the way Bob put it in that. And I was very touched by that letter. It was very. I touching. was like, wait, this is an archive that I'm building for my descendants. Yes. And and for them to enjoy and then to keep around and have and say this was your great grandpa's records, he you know let's listen to some Black Sabbath and and experience what it was like you know you know a million years ago or whatever. Yeah. And then to think that like all that thought and all that heart and all that collecting and all those years of Bob making sure the records got cleaned and put back in the sleeves and organizing them by alphabetical or whatever system he had. Also that. 
Chris can fucking sell them on eBay for way less than they're worth, so he can buy a fucking Millennium Falcon or some shit. Yeah, this is fucking when, and Chris Chan is the consumer, the modern consumer that the elites want all of us to be. The elites want every single one of us to be Chris Chan. They want us to be behind on our bills, buying yep. a fucking Millennium Falcon playset, and grifting on the goddamn internet. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, to put Chris Chan in a fucking wood chipper. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> in Minecraft, I mean, it's a good game. Might be edited in this episode. <laughs> No, I, I totally agree with you, and I, I think those uh, it is heartbreaking, and it's and it's like something I don't I, it's I have a hard time really being mad at Chris Chan about something like that because I don't think he doesn't understand the gravity of that, and he doesn't. It's just about like you said, it's this like immediate satisfaction of like the the consumerist kind of attitude of like oh I can just I just need to buy this thing I just need to buy more I need to accumulate more and more and more. Yeah, and I, I skipped ahead to some of those videos, like 58, 59, or whatever. Yeah. He's standing in a room that's like a sea of figurines. Yes. And a lot of them he's like repainted to look like Sonichu and shit. And nobody wants this shit. It's all just fucking garbage. He's become the exact same hoarder that his parents were. He's just doing it through this fucking Sonichu collection. Well, that's what I, like, he was, I mean, beyond just the, even the, uh, you know, his autism, like, he's he was raised in an environment where that's what people were doing. They were doing, they were just buying shit and stacking it in rooms to the point where you couldn't even get in some of those rooms. Like it, it literally looked like a house from an episode of that show hoarders. Yeah. It, it looked like that's what it looked like. His room is that way. And this is my room, obviously a lot more cleaner than, it is now a lot more clear than the rest of the house, actually, right now. <laughs> like, when you actually see his room, like he did a house tour thing, and you see him walking into his room, you're like, whoa. Like, really, the only place he has to stand is literally where he stands in his videos. <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's why, you know, in, in, in some ways, in some of these calls, I'm almost rooting for the trolls in some points because they start... They start um, verging on this, like, uh, Raymond K. Hessel thing, if that name rings a bell. Yes. That is the name of the guy that they pull out of the convenience store in Fight Club. Was what did you want to be? <laughs> Answer him, Raymond. Jesus. Animals. Yeah, animals. Good stuff. Yeah, I got that. That means you have to get more schooling. Too much school. Would you rather be dead? You'd rather die here on your knees in the back of a convenience store? I'm keeping your license. Gonna check in on you. I know where you live. If you're not on your way to becoming a veterinarian in six weeks, you will be dead. And and put tomorrow will be the greatest day of Raymond Chaos's life. They, they force him to go back to vet school. Um, so that he doesn't get stuck working at a convenience store for the rest of his life. And there's almost instances where the trolls verge on that kind of idea, where we're going to bully, like Sam Hyde, bully this person into, the, you know, they start saying, well, don't you think, you know, you'd have a better uh, better chance with girls if you got rid of your toys and blah, blah, yeah. blah. They're, they're always like, on the verge of that, but then they take it too far and it just becomes a humiliation ritual. If it, if it had been a concerted effort by these trolls to say, we're going to kick this guy in his butt until his life is in shape, 
that, well, they're, they're that kind of, in its own sick, twisted way, I could have got behind that, but it's not about that. No, no. I think. Well, I think there's like different factions of yeah, internet. Yeah. Like, actually, uh, Kiwi Farms is actually kind of born from Chris Chan's existence. Uh, Joshua Moon goes by Null, who runs Kiwi Farms. He's in a giant war with Ethan Ralph uh, <laughs> and PPP. I don't know if you guys know the People's Populist Press, <laughs> the crazy Canadian guy. Um, but uh, yeah, he he kind of became almost like a conservator of Chris Chan, uh, where he had access to all of Chris Chan's personal stuff, like his personal email. He started looking out for him. He would actually scan for for troll emails in his in his email account and stuff like that. Try to do that for him. Has raised money for him. Tried to help him like get commissions, like actually like do a, like a job. Um, not to say, I think Noel is kind of he's a he's a fucking weird internet guy. He's a weird weird internet guy. <laughs> and I think because they're all just like they're all like oh they're so they're so like uh, righteous and they have such strong moral foundations and they wax philosophical on their Kiwi Farms message boards about like trad life and stuff and. Uh, but he wouldn't. But he did that. He actually did that to Chris Chan when Chris Chan uh, got separated from Barb recently. He's like, "Yeah, I let him sleep in the parking lot to teach him a lesson." And I was like, "That's a little weird, dude. Like, you're not. You don't really know him. Yeah. And if you, and if you owe him, place. if you owe him money, you should probably just give it to him because he's like holding five thousand dollars in cash for Chris Chan. Um, yeah." I mean, it's like it's like if the Truman Show came from hell. Act, these yes, people, these people are are you know, Chris has been living in a hyper reality bubble for the last fifteen years, where complete strangers have been dictating a choose your own adventure game for him, and all of the options are terrible. <laughs> that's actually that's that's a great way to put it. Actually, yeah. Uh, and and there's no way for him to get out now. And honestly, you know, I look. If he fucked his mom, putting him in jail, as far as I'm concerned, absolute bottom of the barrel of punishments. All right. Yeah. He took advantage of this fucking woman, and did that. I mean, we all we all know what the Federation to a man like this we're at war with the bugs you think we have time for this kind of shit <laughs> but no I mean they're going to lock him away and he's going to get three hots and a cot for like five years and they'll probably fucking set him loose again I mean the system's so, so fucking broken Chris Chan cannot be uh, um, cured by a system that caused the disease yeah no, I'd, I'd agree with that I, like I don't uh, yeah, because like you said, like it's like, well, if he did take advantage of his mom, I, I like I, it's hard for me to want go to go scorched earth on somebody like him, because I don't like I think like even him just being in jail is gonna be not great for him. Well, he's finally gonna find a uh, boyfriend free somebody. <laughs> well, exactly, his greatest fear might come true. Because if you go back to the early days of Christian, he's very homophobic. If I was a homosexual or anything like that, would I not? Would I be having sex with three women? Huh? Huh? Look at it! Look at it! He's very openly racist. 
<laughs> yeah, he's going to end up being locked in a cell with Lars. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And he's, uh, you know, and he's, uh, he's, he, well, he presents as trans. So that's going to be even better for him in a fucking West Virginia jail. <laughs> well, no, you're right. I mean, I, I guess I can agree with you that, um, it goes back to the point I made earlier. Chris Chan should have been institutionalized about 10 years ago. This but never, he, this never should have happened. No, it shouldn't. It never should have happened. You should and be like, and even, even this, even this specific instance, you have like the, the Janka chick or whatever, whoever was like kind of coaching or is a confidant or goading him into escalating like, uh, these behaviors. Like they're completely taking advantage of the like the meta existence of Christian because everybody knows so much about him. Everybody knows that he's on a love quest. Everybody knows that he's looking for a boyfriend free girl. And you get some girl with giant milkers. Um <laughs> Oh boy. Crazy eyes. Not smell very good. I well yeah, she's got like she sounded sounds like she has like toxoplasmosis. Is that what it's called? The cat shit thing that drives you crazy? Uh look, I just want to say one look at that girl. She reminded me very much of uh somebody that I used to know. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, dude, and, like I, I know that type of crazy very well. And, yeah, and those girls those girls stink. <laughs> they don't they don't wash behind their ears. I gotcha. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's like a vacancy in her eyes too. Like you see, like this, like black. It's like shark's eyes. Yeah, like a doe's eyes, like shark's eyes, like coming for you. Like you could see it in the pictures. I was like, oh, it's so terrifying. Also, okay. <laughs> but also, I might go jerk I've off been later. Jamming out all day to that synth pop song that she was singing. Yeah. I am a child molester in a female body. I totally molested Rihanna and wanted to molest kids. I'm not going to touch dick again, ever, unless it's a tranny, fan boy, cat boy, and beauty, or a gay guy that I'm raping. Yeah, there's no proof. What? Show tech home? What? Little boys, I'll just say it's not mine. Famous, I'm an internet god. Either way, it's cool. BC, I'm anonymous. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if uh, if if uh, Sean doesn't edit that in, put yeah, the link down in the description. Get that up to more than 250 views. It's like the funniest thing on the internet right now. <laughs> Well, you sometimes you send me things like in the the things that I love, the things that I used to be able to, I used to be a lot more aware of. It's like those two hundred view crazy videos, like uh, all the buck breaking videos. Like holy shit! Uh, <laughs> because like, when something like that happens, like like all you got to do is, or, or all I did last night, because I'm obsessed with this fucking broad. Okay? Yeah. Like I I, I want to know it. That's the other thing is that this chick has totally stolen the thunder from Chris Chan in his own like mom raping incident. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You sent you sent me the uh, you sent me the uh, you sent me and, the mock up the mock up intro for the Janka comprehensive history. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I want to know more about this fucking broad than yes. uh, Chris Chan. Chris Chan is just a uh, autistic person who got bullied on the internet. This woman seems legitimately insane like devious like evil yeah. malicious uh, 
Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I didn't think about it until I said it in this episode, but she is legit like the internet bane for autistes like Chris Chan. <laughs> and uh, dude, you're right, the milkers. <sighs> Shit, dude, they have, they have no defense. They have no defense. They're getting kicked around in the Batcave. Catwoman's looking on. She can't do anything to help them. Yeah, okay, that's like the, my 20s is girls like that. Like, oh, for serious. Yeah. 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 And then, just like you, and, they're attracted to me like a fucking laser, be- like I'm like a fucking tractor beam. They just like gravitate towards me. Did, did you see the, uh, I'm sure you saw the, the like three second clip of her tasing herself. Is it gone? Yes. Oh. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, like this this person is, you know, Chris Chan being, you know, the most documented person who's also very out of their mind is going to attract other people who are completely out of their mind. And it's going to escalate, like you said, from trolls who are just having a good time, dudes like Liquid Chris, who is like legitimately funny. Yes. Liquid Chris had a legitimately good kind of harmless troll yes it was a harmless troll yes and was really funny and 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 i'll say this about liquid chris liquid chris became more chris chan than chris chan when (laughs) i was going through and watching all those clips i wanted to see more of liquid chris and when i was thinking of chris chan's voice in my head i was thinking of liquid chris's voice because (laughs) what liquid chris was doing was taking the actuality of chris chan and and just him down into catchphrases a character and a character and so he had he actually had the character of christian because like and that was like and uh you know to his credit like he was like a charismatic presence you actually like enjoyed watching him do his art his craft like you're like this is fun and as one of these commenters pointed out perhaps even the gino person um all the things that chris wanted to be good at Liquid Chris was just like was really- the video of him singing the song more than feeling to YouTube. Now this was actually a re-upload and he wasn't really playing the song, he was just playing it on Guitar Hero. So logically, Liquid Chris responded by playing the actual song on guitar. After seeing this rebuttal, Solid Chris decided to start speaking Spanish in the video and claimed that only the original Chris Chan would know how to speak Spanish. Liquid Chris responded by speaking Spanish, German, French, and Japanese in one video. Hola, este es el verdadero Ricardo Weston Chandler. Je parle aussi français. Zuejo lang von Deutschen. Asoniwa Tadashi Chris. Then, Chris Chan issued a challenge, a Sing Star Challenge, to Liquid Chris. Just like they sorta did before, the two would battle it out with music. There were five rounds, and for each round, both Solid and Liquid would pick a song to play. They would then film themselves playing that song and upload it to YouTube. The result of this contest is pretty unsurprising. Liquid Chris won because of his superior musical talent. The winner of the Sing Star Challenge contest between your- because your judges not followed any rules, my judges have been following the rules and giving me scores. Therefore, because you have no scores, you're out of the running, and I am the true Christian Weston Chandler. After winning the contest, Liquid announced that he'd landed a job at Microsoft to develop Sonichu games, and that Sonichu was going to be produced into an actual comic by the publisher Dark Horse. These, of course, were lies just to make Solid Chris angry. However, there was one true occurrence that he announced, the fact that he had finally found a sweetheart. 
good at that. Like playing the guitar, and he got a girlfriend, and he, he, like you said, he was charismatic, and yeah. he was, you know. Well, that's that's where Liquid Chris stops being like kind of takes it too far because wasn't Liquid Chris involved with the Casey stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. See, that's where it spills over yeah. into like the abusive bit, where it's like because oh, like I think he had he had like Liquid Chris had re- kind of retired, and then he comes back whenever this Casey person appears. Yeah, yeah, and then he says, "Oh, we're getting married and stuff," and and that, you know that's kind of abusive and whatnot. I mean, listen, it was very abusive. Also, I'm not gonna lie. I was sick in bed, and it was like two in the morning. And the part when uh, when Chris Chan tells Casey that he's not Liquid Chris, she th- she pretends she's been talking to Liquid Chris. <laughs> I was laughing really hard. I can't believe you did that. What what is wrong with you? I mean, you could have just told me something. You didn't even have to make him look so bad. Just what what the hell? <sighs> Casey, I'm sorry. I was trying to spare your feelings. No, no, you weren't. Why didn't you just tell me from the start? You wanted me to come to your house. And just what were you going to do? Rape me? Or no, what were you no, going no. to do? No. I was only going to show you the true face of the real man. Why the fuck would I love you? You tricked me too. Just. <laughs> I know. I understand. I'm sorry. No, no, you're not, because you would have told me this shit, and, and, I mean, you had so, so many chances, you're just, you were playing with me, you were playing with my heart, I mean, what, so you could get laid out of it, so you could be not a virgin anymore? No, I was trying to be your friend. How, how is that being my friend, tricking me? I mean, you were pretending to be the same person you're trying to save me from. I mean, why would I want to be your friend, much less your girlfriend? I mean, what redeeming qualities do you have that you have shown me now? But you know what? You're showing me who Christian Weston Chandler is. And he's just a fat fuck who doesn't care about me, who doesn't care about anyone's feelings. You're just a big chuck of love. I've had a lot of emotional traumas in my lifetime in the past with women. I mean, I've even lost some over the yeah, internet. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why you have. I mean, if you treat them like this, three they died. Ch- yeah, probably because they wanted to get away from you. I don't care. I don't care if he's not the son of creator. I don't care. I love him. And he's been there for me. And you okay. will never, ever be him. He can at least play guitar. He can sing to me. He's been the one with me. You have it. The f- only time I've had with you is you trying to trick me and get me in bed. What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, as far as the real-life autism is sometimes... This is my no girl of... Like, don't you blame that? Don't you blame that? Are you serious? Do you not know how many autistic children I've worked with? And you know what? They don't do that. They don't fucking do that. And you know what? I don't even think you have autism. I think you have something else. I think you have something that just makes you so narcissistic. That's just so – you're so full of yourself. Better find a way. You better find a fucking way because you're fucking smart, right? I mean, I guess you fooled me. So – Yeah, I'm not always so smart. And you well, know what? The best part is you're not going to learn anything from this, are you? Uh, it's not just is this the way you want people to remember you? Like, this is that like he does such a fucking good impersonation of him. Like there's a phone call where they're talking to one another, and if I didn't have the fucking closed captioning, I wouldn't have known in some parts which was Chris Chan and which was Liquid Chris, dude. It's so fucking good. Oh, and then Liquid Chris goes started this whole thing where he's like, "No, you're Ian Brian Anderson." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're yeah. trying to steal my identity. Oh. 
Hello, Ian. Yeah, I think you know who this is. Uh, look, Christian, stop this. Look, you are giving me a lot of stress right now, and I am not going to handle it. Uh, look, Chris, listen, I was kind enough to accept that you defend that you are actually a Christian W. Chandler. But you yes, my name, my name, my name is Christian Weston Chandler. I find your name is Christian Weston Chandler, but the fact yes. is you're born with that name. You are not the Christian Weston Chandler that was born as Christopher Weston Chandler, who was the original creator of Sonic and Rose Shoe. No, no, no. I have asked you no, nicely to please stop pretending. For no. the sake of Casey, she really cares about you. I'm not pretending anything, and you need to stop slandering me with your lies onto YouTube. Look. I don't know what the heck is wrong in your head, but no, you know, I don't, and I know, I, your parents know, Casey knows, the whole world knows that you are not but, a Christopher Christian part of The whole world must be slandering against me because I don't think that's very true. Because my my fan base, if you take a look at my if you take a look at my YouTube video, you see that my fan base has left me comments of support, and I take I take a look at your YouTube videos and you. And I see that they are all calling you out. Look, just please, don't don't do this. You're breaking my balls here. Stop doing this. Stop playing this game. Quit pretending. Please come clean. I am not Stop pretending. It. You are really kicking me off right now. Look. Look, we're both sitting each other off. You just keep making up all these things on the on the whatever you know. And right now, you're you're making you're making them up right now. Making what up? Off the top of your head, because your name is not Christian Weston Chandler. It is Ian Brandon Anderson, and you are grinding my gears. Like it was hilarious. It was, and and what would have been what would have made it truly hilarious is if Chris Chan was in on any of these jokes. But when you have yeah. a person who is so out of touch with reality, so autistic, so not... Hey, he takes it all at face value. Yeah, and, and this person is literally going so far as to have a good faith karaoke competition yes. to prove his own identity. I, I mean, I can see how people are... That's the attraction. To answer the question posed in the intro to that, that's the fucking attraction. It is a fucking... It is a rubberneck situation. Yeah. It is so bizarre and so out of this world and so actually kind of unbelievable for your average everyday person that someone would conduct themselves this way that you can't stop but look. And because he continues to fucking produce content and be on the internet, and now I guess he's just turned into a grifter or whatever, you know, people, you know, like you said, now factions have popped up. Like there's anti-Chris factions. There's people who want to protect him. There's yeah, people who the care of him. He said, like, yeah, because there was like the Kiwi Farms people, and then there was people who need food and shit. What the fuck are we doing? I agree. Yeah, imagine taking that energy and mobilizing it in a productive way and not enabling somebody. Like, the people that, like, I mean, Chris Chan has probably made, you know, probably upwards of 100 grand in the past, like, five or six years donations. I mean, it's pretty regular for him to, like, people to raise like five thousand dollars for him 
and then he blows it on toys. Even recently, and this is why uh, I guess uh, No from Kiwi Farms like parted. He finally parted ways with Chris because this was just a step too far. Is that Chris basically took seven hundred and fifty dollars out of his mom's account, put it into his account, and then went and spent all almost all of the money on a hotel room. On a, on a hotel room, and then the rest of it at the mall. Yeah, yeah. And they were, and that was that was too far for Joshua Moon and his integrity. But well, I mean, you what what you have is this person who's constantly caught in like a dopamine serotonin loop, and because they don't have any actual adult around anymore to reel that in, it's just you know what is going to give me pleasure in this moment and that's what chris goes and does and yeah you know, buying the buying the lego millennium falcon for 450 dollars when he's got 300 dollars in his bank account it's like his cash in the rye american consumer this chris chan is what the elites want every single one of us to be. your children if you're out there watching this the fucking elites want your kid to grow up to be fucking chris chan yes completely dependent on the state Completely dependent on, uh, and completely like obsessed with fleeting needs, fleeting desires, just to keep yeah. you occupied while the world obsessed crumbles around with you. A churning, confusing sexuality that uh, is only desirous to come, and then after you come, you like watch Marvel movies and get fucking dominoes. It's pretty rad. No, <laughs> Actually, yeah, that sounds like a great weekend. <laughs> Cheers, man. No, it's a good. That's a good thing to do. Like, uh, yeah, if you you know, if you, just for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just one weekend, just one weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. even gonna lie. I had a I had I had a dad weekend like a couple weeks ago. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, one hundred percent, was just high for two days, wandering around my house looking for something to do, <laughs> eating pizza. Yeah, I told yeah, I told you that recently. Caitlin and I did. Uh, we tried to do something like that. We're 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 gonna try to massage something like that into our schedule at least yes. a couple of times a year for each of us because you gotta do it. Gotta you do gotta it. fucking do it, man. And and like legit, like I, what? It's funny because I did order like Domino's pizza and watched the Sci-Fi Channel for like a day and a half. Yeah, yeah, but that's hey, so that's but like you know when you're a person that's got busy life, responsibilities, stuff like that, it's okay to do that for a day. Like it's yeah, okay. Like you actually have to do that in order to decompress. Like your mind is like a hard drive, and yeah. a hard drive that runs all the time has to be defragmented and decompressed. The data has to be pulled around and pushed around because there's just all these little pockets in there that are driving you crazy. You need to rest. And that's like, you know, the fucking concept of the Sabbath day that's like built into a lot of religions even. There has to be a day where you take solace and reverence and you just fucking recharge and ground yourself. But if you live your entire life like that, then you find yourself in this nihilistic pit of, like I said, the serotonin loop where it's just like, I need another fucking hit of something. Because that's all you have. That's all. That's all you have in your life is like either buying something or eating something that you think tastes good or is that's obviously most of the time really bad for you or, or 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 jerking off or whatever. That's all you have. That's your entire life, and that's what's kind of the uh, dilemma of it's like our generation and also people a little bit younger than us. Like, I was like, I you know, I could speaking for myself, like you know, having a kid and stuff like that really just gave me purpose. 
like actually starting to build the life and like uh, getting married and having a kid, like it gave me purpose in a way that I didn't even know really how to conceptualize before I had it. Right. And, um, and there's so many people that just like have, have been kind of almost trained to have no interest in that. And now I'm not sitting here like advocating for trad life or whatever, but I'm just saying, if you don't add things to your life of substance, if you don't have relationships, you are, (laughs) I thought like, I have no problem with, with, I have a pretty trad life to be honest with you. Um, but I don't, I just, I'm not going to push it on somebody else. If somebody just wants to get married, have a kid and be stable, I'll be like, good for you. Let's go do it. But yep. like, uh, but like, m- a lot of people just don't even. They're we're actually usually in a process of being convinced out of that. For at least our generation, from the time oh, we were kids, because I want to travel. I was really like craving just like being free for a second, and going back to Colorado and like traveling really allowed me to like feel that way for a little bit and tap into a version of myself that I haven't been able to be for such a long time. When I got back, I was just kind of dead inside. I gotta find myself. There's a little cafe in Belgium and I know that my soul is there. Yeah. And I gotta find it. Super cute. And fuck a Turkish guy. You know what's what's crazy, Dan, though? It used to be that for people our age. Now it's like, I need to go there so I can take a picture on Instagram to look like I'm doing the thing that you just said. Not actually doing it. Just, Just the perception that I'm doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes I'm, I'm like taking a picture of my son doing something cute and I'm just like, hey, put that phone down and observe him doing that thing that's cute. Yes. But you didn't actually, because that's the fucking thing, man. When Theo's doing something cute and I'm taking a picture of him, I'm not watching him doing that. It's, I'm seeing it through a fucking screen. It's, it's tantamount to people that like are recording concerts when they're at concerts on their phone. Yeah. You ever see that? Like, there's, like f- there's always like 50, 60, 100 people looking at their cell phones, holding it up over everybody's head to make sure, oh, is it in frame? Is it in frame? Look, I'm going to share a dirty little secret with everybody. You need about $150,000 worth of audiovisual equipment to even begin to capture a live concert well, okay? Yes. You're fooling yeah. yourself, man. And stop taking pictures of fireworks on the 4th of July, too. It doesn't matter if your phone is a good camera. I am very, I am an advocate of being present. Like, I am not like a... When I'm not doing this kind of stuff, like I really, really have, especially lately too, have been just trying to like, no, I don't need to have the phone. I'll put it on the charger. I'll just walk away from it. Close the laptop. You cut just... down the internet. <laughs> I have, yeah, yeah, actually. I mean, like, but... I like it's it's and it's been very healthy, and it just reengages you with your own life, and you know, and like in the past, you know, like everybody else. Or at least people that lived in more like uh, populated areas didn't live on mountains. Like we, like a lot of people, we didn't have much to do for the past year. So you got you got that train, that Chris Chan conditioning, where it's like everything happens on the internet. That's the only place there's anything happening. All I can do is order shit from Amazon. All I can do is go to the grocery store and buy a pizza. Like, why doesn't anybody just sit out on their porch and chew on a piece of straw like I do? Well, I go outside and chain smoke, but yes. <laughs> I go out no, and chain and smoke it, and just stare at the neighbors. I, I do forget because I really have, Caitlin and I have built a really insular life out here because we fucking hate most of you, okay? I'm not going to lie. And, yeah. uh, you know, as we were talking about earlier, I've just got a new job and um, 
part time. I'm kind of taking my business part time. Got a job part time. Going to try to get a better work life balance if possible. And I've been I, I've been interacting with regular society again for the last couple of weeks and uh, small doses. Yeah. And dude, holy shit, it's horrifying. We eat poison. We watch poison. We look like potatoes. We think like potatoes, and we act like fucking morons. Well, it's and really it's. It's it's startling when you actually see the effect that this ephemeral pop cultural stuff actually has on people. Like some people you can get through it or it's not really that much big part of your diet like you said like yourself you've kind of been separated from that stuff and then you go out and see and talk to people and you're like oh fuck maybe this maybe there is something wrong. I discovered something today called a lunchables uploaded. What the fuck is that? I don't even know what that is. It's the Lunchables that has more garbage food in it for your child. Oh, okay. It has twice the calories, and I would say twice the nutrients and vitamins, because twice of zero is also nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was stocking this shit today, which, by the way, I, uh, you know, if you want the inside scoop on me, I'm, I'm working at like a normie grocery store now part-time. <laughs> And I don't know how I'm going to interact with these fucking customers because it's going to be like, oh, what, what do you suggest that I buy for my kid to eat? And I'm going to be like, nothing in this fucking store <laughs> at all. Go to the co-op. They have, they have like fresh liver over there. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I'm looking around at the general public, I can see how this like Chris Chan thing kind of takes root because, as you just said, everybody's kind of like sitting around waiting for the next thing to happen. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, so many people are still, I forget, I, I get on this podcast and I talk about the, the era when America stepped outside of history in between when the Berlin Wall fell and September 11th happened. Yeah. And America was just in this opulence bubble. And I forget that there are a lot of fucking people, a lot of fucking people who still live in that bubble out of choice. They make the choice to revert into that bubble, even though it's so obvious that the outside world is like burning and falling to pieces. Yeah. And because Caitlin and I have built this life up here on this mountain away from everybody, we kind of forget that most people are still operating under the presumption that like dancing with the stars is a legitimate form of entertainment. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's, you do forget, you forget. And then you were, when you were confronted with it, like I said, it's, it's actually mildly jarring. I mean, like I can speak for myself. Like I don't live on a mountain, uh, but like you know, I, I I I've always been kind of a little bit of a loner. I kind of keep to myself. I don't like have a ton of like local friends and stuff like that. So I'm not really out plugged into my community, which is to my detriment. I admit, like I actually want to go out and like I want to make a change to the place I live. But um. And I don't almost like don't know how to deal with it. Like I feel autistic. Like my social skills and my ability to make like meaningful small talk, because what I get in return is so so slight. It's so ephemeral. Like I don't know how to do that anymore, and it's weird. And because I, I don't know how to connect with people on things like Marvel movies or whatever the new song is or whatever. Like I don't know how to connect with people like that. I really don't. And that's where the, the the meme of the NPC came from. I mean, that meme is kind of a stale meme now, but it's, no, but so it's true. true. It is so true. Most of the people who are walking around out there are just parroting shit they saw on the fucking TV that day. And they're waiting for the next extreme flavor of fucking Doritos, dude. All right, here they are. Doritos 3D Crunch 
chili cheese nacho flavor. Uh, they also brought back, let me do the, uh, this is the uh, 3D reach right here, uh, but they also have this flavor. I'm gonna review this after this one. This is- And their lives mean literally nothing. And if I stuff them in a fucking- Everything would be for the better. Be a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of, there was a lot of bleeps in that last sentence. <laughs> yeah, there's just going to be technical difficulties. Come back. We only need ten thousand people to restart a stable gene pool. There's a lot of fucking. We're at a uh, 340 million people uh, population. Let's get that down to a, a hot 60,000. Yeah, people are like, oh, dude, the elites, they have like a population control scheme. I'm like, baby, drill, baby, drill, okay? <laughs> Keep building those clinics. I'll pay for them. I'll help for free. But, you know, it, it, when you have a society like ours, so large... And, 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 and so technologically advanced, and we have this world of hyper-reality that exists on the internet and virtual yeah. reality, literal virtual reality. How can things like Christian not happen? And, and, and the next thing is what comes next? Well, the crazy thing about Christian, Christian is a vertical slice. He is a microcosm. It is staring into the id of something, of that part of the internet and we only know about Christian because he's been documented. There's probably 10,000 Christians on the internet right, right now. You're right. And, and, and that's, that's kind of what I was thinking when I got, when I lost steam on the documentary, like you did, neither yeah. of us to the end. Um, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, this is just an autistic person who everybody's making fun of over and over. Yeah. This happens, there's one of these dudes employed at every fucking Best Buy in this country, mm -hmm. and nobody gives a shit, because it's just a regular person who's autistic, Yeah. and this person in particular, like you said, has been honed in on because of the Sonichu thing. He brought himself up into the spotlight a little bit by doing something very cringy, so people latched on, and like you said, he didn't know when to just say, this is enough. You guys aren't reading this fucking comic book to be my friend or because you enjoy this comic book. You're reading it to make fun of me. So yeah. fuck you guys. I'm not making it anymore. Where are the, and, where are the pages, Chris? Yeah, and, and, and at some point, you know, again, like you said, it's just has become his social circle. These people who are creating this choose-your-own-adventure for him are his only social circle. Well, it, and it, it's gone beyond. I mean, these people trick him into buying them things. Like Nintendo Switches and video games and sending $6,000 in gift cards, which is something I forgot about. But I guess it was like, this is like back in like 2009. Hey, man, I'll put on a training bra. You're going to send me 6,000 Best Buy gift cards? Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Papa's needs a I, new TV. I want to be watching 4D like Sean Deegan. <laughs> you know, I got, you know, that was a charitable contribution to my life for my brother. So I didn't even, I didn't even do that myself. Oh, so what you mean is that that was a charitable contribution to your life from me from you. and everybody else? <laughs> well, actually, I think it was before that. It was before that. Doesn't matter. All of the stuff he bought, like, retroactively was paid for by me. <laughs>
Well, in that Damn, case, I love thank you. you. If you're watching this, I'd love you. I just ribbed you. No, you know. <laughs> no, well, thank you. Thank you, because I really do enjoy that, that extra resolution. I was happy to pay for that with my tax dollars. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just like, and how, ma how many more, like, Chris Chan happened because of a certain set of ingredients coming together in a certain yeah. period of time. And a certain, but, you know, the Hydra, what happens with the Hydra? What happens when there's 10 Christians? What happens when there's 20? What happens when we're all Christian? It's not just, but it's not, it's, it's that escalation culture that was developed in those, on those message boards. And, you know, even myself, I was pretty dismissive of it in terms of it being a serious thing that really affected things. I was like, well, you know, it's people kind of fucking around and they kind of have gamified it by having the upvotes and the downvotes and like everybody's trying to be the craziest they can possibly be on these message boards. But there's clearly like a subset of those people that are probably also have mental health problems, I think. <laughs> Some of them do. I don't think the early people did. I don't think those first groupings of people like the uh, like Liquid Chris, for instance. Like I don't I think he just got caught up in it. I think you just right. get caught up in it. It becomes kind of like part of your what you do with your friends. Like it's just like, oh shit, what is Chris gonna do? And then there's an escalation in that. Holy well, shit. I mean, Chris same. responded. Like Chris did something. I guess we should do something back. And right. then it keeps going back and back until it gets out of control. In a micro way, I you know, like this happened with one thousand RPM. I was just do I was just making little videos and sending them to people. Yeah, and then I I like started uploading them to YouTube, which do this doesn't exist for people who don't get these videos. I'm talking about something that doesn't exist. <laughs> and then I started feeling an obligation to like put one up every week. Yes, yeah. It was just a thing that started rolling and happening. And then I thought, well, that's stupid because then that that kind of defeats the entire spirit of what I was trying to do in the first place. Yeah, and and, and the inertia of these things. Is it once it takes over, it's so fucking hard to stop. And when you have this particular blend of ingredients that's happening with this Chris Chan situation, it has to end in tragedy. There's no way that it can't because the people outside of his life are going to force it. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, there is no, there is no way unless you look at the alternate ending to Chris Chan. Well, the uh, truth comes out. I've never been autistic. I work 40 hours a week to support my parents. This has all been a trick. Even a control. Which is, yeah. you know, Chris Chan's credit. So this was this was pretty early on in his trolling stuff. He was trying to lose the trolls. So he made a video of him basically being like a Chad college student. That was, he's like, I'm not actually autistic. I'm just like a cool guy. And he has like the fake arm sleeve tattoos. And he's like walking around with his spiked up hair and the cool sunglasses circa 2007. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that is a kind of a brilliant video. Like that, 
And I don't know, did he make that himself? Somebody must have helped him do that. Yeah, somebody helped him. He yeah. has somebody filming him. But that's just the thing. Like, he had every opportunity. Like, uh, if, he, if he hadn't have been so autistic, or if, like, Barb had been more savvy. Yes. They could have turned this. Dude, they could be fucking millionaires right now. Let me tell you something, dude. There's a dude on fucking YouTube named Blippy. Okay? Do you know Blippy? Hey! It's me, Blippy! Ooh, and it's nighttime, and we're in a parking lot. Anybody Damn, that was going to be one of my uh, episodes of uh, The Existential Dread of. Was gonna, I, I had a Blippy episode that I wanted okay. to do. Yeah. There's a guy named Blippy for anybody who out there who's not a parent. Okay. So much to learn about. Gonna make you scream and shout, Blippy! Yes. And 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 Blippy so far has been one of the only forms of media we've actually exposed Theo to because he like goes to farms and looks at tractors and shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but we also think he's a little too flamboyant. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I should. <laughs> I don't know if I should be exposing my son to him. But anyway, um, Blippy. Look up Blippy's net worth. Can you can you take a guess to what Blippy's net oh, worth? Oh, he's like at this point now. He's got to be like I'm, ten million somewhere in that range. Uh, I don't know how much Blippy himself is worth, but Blippy's organization is worth forty million dollars. Yeah, easy. I mean, he's got they got they sell toys in Target and Walmart. Like yeah, and this is a guy that started that channel to because he wanted his nephews to learn about trucks. Yeah, and honestly, it's uh, so far I think it's a great YouTube channel for kids because he even does it in Espanol. I put that on for Theo sometimes. Okay, (laughs) we only let Theo watch a screen at like very specific times, usually when we're making dinner. But Blippi's one of the things. There's this other YouTube channel that's just like toy tractors and stuff crashing into each other so that, like little <laughs> boys can watch and go oh whoa look yeah the fucking tractor just rolled down the hill <laughs> but anyway if chris chan and and his family had been any ounce of savvy whatsoever they would fucking be the blippy of like 4chan mm-hmm. but they didn't know how to do that because they're all out of their fucking mind and out of touch with reality so they ended up being grifters who were like selling. Dude, there's a video of Barb like trying to sell sheets on eBay. Now, my name is Barbara Chandler. Here today we have four blankets, or one of them is the bed spread. Anyway, we would like for you to contact us through eBay and make a purchase of one of these blankets. Or all four of them. Or all, all of them if you would like. Uh, we need the we need the help uh, to fund our uh, groceries uh, for the rest of the month. And you look at the comments and everybody's like, those sheets, one of them was like, those sheets have seen parts of Barb that no one else has ever seen. <laughs> And it's just so fucking sad, dude. You look at the any video of Barb in the last three years, she literally looks like a deer with a flashlight in its face. Thank you very much. I love you. Yeah, she looks like a ghost. <laughs> and, and oh! I believe Chris Chan. I don't think that it's a fucking... I think he has been... Dude, I think he's been fucking this woman for probably... I think he probably started moving in as soon as Bob died. 
You think that? Well, I there are stories of him people seeing them in public together and having suspicions because they were very close. But at the same time, he has the you know mental capacity of like a twelve year old or maybe like a fifteen year old really, to a certain. But even but uh, but with only with certain things like his emotional maturity, his emotional bi- ability is really. So it's like to me, it's like uh, a father and son. Like if your son was perpetually six years old, right? Like you're gonna like would would you still have that kind of like sit too close on the couch, like your arm around them or whatever? Like I don't know. I don't know either, and that's the thing is like I don't know what to think or believe about any of this shit. I apologize to the people at home. I'm feeling a little allergetic. It probably means I have the Delta variant. So just, if this is my last message to my family. I love you. I tried so hard. And I just couldn't get the vaccine. I couldn't fucking bring myself to do it. But anyway. Just keep watching Blippi and uh, don't become Christian. <laughs> keep watching Blippi. Watch it in Espanol. It'll totally explain your, expand your vocabulary. Yeah. But, I mean, from my read of the situation, I mean, I, there had been reports of, and how can you not, believe some of these reports because this dude is so well documented there have been reports that even bob had seen some of this intimacy between him yes. and his mother and was very uncomfortable by it but by that time in his dotage it was like easy to explain him out of it yeah that's probably true yeah yeah well th- that's what goes back to what i said before it's something i actually learned just like a few hours ago is that chris has an older brother and his older brother alleges that barb is abusive so there's like a grooming sort of sense. Like basically the implication is that Barb is schizophrenic. And it from seeing their house and stuff, I would that doesn't seem too far of a stretch. Honestly. Oh, Jesus Christ. So like it's just it's like one of these awful rotten onions that just keeps like unraveling and you the more you learn about it. And like that's the crazy thing. There's a 60-hour documentary about this dude, and there are still things like, that you can fu- that you can find out that's not included in that documentary. Like, yeah, it's it's. And, I mean, and, which and, is because that's a person's life, right? Like that's real life. Like a person's life is not something that you can contain in little videos, et cetera, et cetera. But it's a. Uh, I don't know. Like it's just one of those things. Like I, I really don't know how to feel about it because I feel bad for Chris. Like that's my first instinct is actually to feel awful for that guy that he got sucked up in this cycle of uh, just bad faith trolls and did not know how to shut that valve off and just could not figure it out. I mean, he could. You know that scene at the beginning of Sling Blade, which is in the future going to be a great episode of Zoobox Goes yeah. in the movie, where the dude is like, uh, yeah, we were uh, in my car together, and uh, I started putting my hand up her skirt and uh, feeling on her pussy hair and all that stuff. Like, that should like that should have been Chris Chan's final form. He should have just been allowed to be institutionalized and been like a sex pest and... and uh, that and play with his Pokemon in his like padded room. And look, I I would love for my tax dollars to pay for three hots and a cot for that, to keep that motherfucker out of society. Well, I'm not going to say on YouTube, 
what my actual policy regarding Christian would be. But, um, you know, I think that that's money well spent. I think that's time well spent. I think that it is a bad thing that we have uh, allowed people who are criminally out of their mind to roam free in society. And yeah, exactly. this is, no, this no, is we're, the well, result, man. This is what you get. We institutionalize and use our tax dollars to pay for people that because uh, they had a dime bag. Um, but people like uh, nonviolent offenders with a dime bag, and like, and somebody like Chris Chan is just fucked. Like, like you said, like, yeah, much rather my tax dollars, my money going towards something like that. I guess, like, and, and I don't want, my, I don't want fucking American Horror Story season two. I don't want fucking Nurse Ratchet. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. I don't no. think. That that's the optimal situation for these people, but they do need to be confined and institutionalized in a place where they can't hurt other people or their ability to hurt other people is curtailed. Because like you said, there's fucking 10,000 Chris Chans out there walking around right now, dude. Oh, more than that. I mean, walk out there. I'm talking, there's probably 10,000 Chris Chans being like, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, like uh, molded by the internet, by like that id of the internet. They get right. sucked in there. They don't know how to get out of it. They have no one in their life to bounce these ideas off or talk to about anything. That's like, you know, I mean, Chris Chan is like a, an early, it's like a precursor to incel culture. Like that's kind of what we call it now today. Right. You're right. Yeah, you're correct. Like just this completely forgotten um, tract of people that people just do nothing but like the most empathetic assholes online will be just like say like these people need to be fucking just removed from society they have bad ideas when most of them are just like really confused young men and there's no space for them there's no tolerance for them in culture anymore because um, like Chris Chan's whole problem is the internet like if Christian doesn't find the internet in the way that he does, uh, Christian's probably a different person. I can't imagine he's the same person. Absolutely not. No, Christian is a fucking Walmart reader somewhere in another dimension, and yeah. he fucking reads his Pokemon's and he reads his sign, and he he probably even draws his fucking sign at you. He might even have a job. And, he might and, even have a job. Like he might, because yeah. he wanted. Maybe he would want that social connection, right? That he thinks he's getting from the fake girlfriends <laughs> that he's sharing hundreds of emails with. You know what I mean? It drives me crazy to even think about. Like my brain, like you said, it goes in eight million different directions. None of them are good. It's it's just like a sarlacc pit that keeps dragging you in. And quite frankly, I want to do this episode just to excise this shit from my fucking life, so I don't have to think about fucking chris chan anymore well that's actually 100 percent why i wanted to do this with you and one of the great things about reconnecting with uh mr prophet here is that he is the only other person i know that has any fucking idea about any of this stuff <laughs> like i have been on a ship by myself for like probably six years <laughs> you know like just doing this stuff by myself i dragged my brother my brother dan into it every once in a while be like hey dude check out these crazy flat earth people but like <laughs> Uh, but nobody like would ever have any idea that I know personally what I could not talk to them about this. So when, when I sent the, I sent, cause I sent, I did this to Dan. I sent him that Christian got arrested. I sent him the first documentary with like a, the innocent note, like, Oh, you probably know about this. 
But here you go. Because I know Dan's always looking for content. He's always looking for something to play in the background while he's working. And uh, and I was just like, oh, man, somebody's got to share this misery with me. Because this, <laughs> this is not nightcap material because it's too yeah. dense. It's too dense. Right. It's too right. much to it, you know? Like, <laughs> and I guess I could have watched these documentaries for three months. But, like... <laughs> No, I mean, you're right. At some point, it becomes repetitive. It is uh, uh, Chris Chan creates content that dings him up on radar of trolls. Trolls troll him and have a contest to see how far they can push it until he finally snaps, does something illegal, gets arrested, harasses some owner of GameStop, harasses some other person, does something crazy to harm himself or somebody else, and then disappears for a little while. Uh, produces a new episode of Sonichu, fucking same thing happens again for twenty yeah. years straight. And then and he then meets, and then he, and everybody goes, "Oh man, I didn't see that coming." Or and then he see that coming, but I didn't fucking say anything about it. And then he met, like you said earlier, the final boss, the final boss troll, which is uh, that jank, the Janka lady, Isabella, Loretta. Isabella, yeah, because she's like the one that was like trying to get him to commit suicide. So she really is the she like literally is the final troll, and I like to I like to envision that like this is a comic book like at this point, but the real comic book is Chris Chan's life, yeah. And like Chris Chan sitting in a cell somewhere right now, going, "Good job, Isabella. You tried very hard to destroy me, but now I know your plan. Now I'll never commit suicide. Now you control me forever." And then there's Lars two cells. Two fucking cells down. Yo, Chris, where them fucking pages, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lars, like, hey, yo, homie, I got, a, I got a little boat collection. You got yeah. want to come down to my cell and see my boat collection? <laughs> Give me them pages, Chris. What happens next? Man, I mean, I got promise admit, a page a day. I, I think that uh, Chris Chan would be perfectly happy uh, sitting on Leroy uh, with a uh, a trash bag skirt and some Kool Aid. Uh, uh, lipstick. I don't think that that. I think that Chris Chan would feel right at home. I don't understand what's the what's the problem here. I don't know. I, do you think so? Because I feel like Chris. <laughs> I feel like Chris Chan is in for like a not pleasant experience. I think that Chris Chan. If I was Chris Chan, I would make buddies with the largest man in there. Uh, because that would be my only defense. That's it. And That's I all you would have. Let me tell you something. I would suck that man dry. I would suck that man so good that he would accept a yeah, little sissy boy like Chris Chan as his bitch in front of the rest of the jail and not say anything about it because that would be my only... That's it. Yeah, you're right, actually. like If Chris Chan is in GP, he is so fucking screwed, dude. So fucking screwed. Because he... I hate to disagree with Tucker because I actually agree with Tucker on the point that he's making in that episode. But like Chris Chan should be in a fucking woman's prison because they're the only people who are going to like or not. You should, should just be institutionalized. It's clear that guy is not. He's talking. He's getting arrested, and he's talking about merging dimensions. Does anybody fucking hear that and think like, oh yeah, dude, this guy's really—he's got it together. Like he's—he's—he knows what he's talking about. Like no, 
Unless he's memeing. That's another that's another problem with this all internet shit. You never fucking know with these people. Like, are they being serious? Are they memeing? I, I wanted to bring that up. Like with Chris Chan, at what point is it meme? How self-aware is he of all this shit? And it is my determination that Chris Chan is zero fucking self-aware. He has no fucking idea what is reality, what is what is unreality, what is his story, what is happening on the internet. He has been plucked from reality for so long, like I said, in this choose-your-own-adventure story, how could he even possibly understand what reality is? He's never lived in it as an adult. Exactly. Well, no, he never has. It's it's actually intentionally been obfuscated from him by these fucking trolls. Which is, you know, it's crazy. I never thought I would ever, like, come across something that would make me so passionate of, like, fuck the trolls. Because it's just like, I just... I mean, I knew it was out there, and I knew people did awful shit, but like like I said, this was like a vertical slice. It kind of was like, it woke me up a little bit. I was like, holy shit, like, they would do this to this person that clearly cannot, like, defend themselves. In a, in a just, sense. Uh, interject for one second. When you say vertical slice, yeah, you know what I immediately think of? What? The Cell with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yeah, when the horse comes apart. Great. Underrated flick, dude. Actually, you know, it's not bad. It's with Tarsum, director Tarsum. He did another movie a couple years after that called The Fall, which is like a very another gorgeous looking movie. But Notice yes, I stopped myself from calling it a great flick and called it an underrated flick. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, it's not. I would not say it's like a great movie, but it's a it's a solid movie and it's inter- visually very interesting. Yeah, it's and, definitely got a vision. And uh, Vince Vaughn, early Vince Vaughn, trying to break out of. Uh, the Swingers stuff, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, Gen- Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, he gives a great performance. Actually, Vincent D'Onofrio is really good in that. Yeah, he's just, he's the yeah, killer. He's the serial killer. He, he definitely saves that whole thing. But you know, uh, thank you for uh, tuning into this episode of Zoo Box Ghost of the Movies. The Cell. Uh, we got <laughs> have a sidetrack by Chris Chan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can you believe? Can you believe it? Well, The Cell is really good, guys. Check it out if it ever comes back on Netflix. Right. But no, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what else more to say about Chris Chan. I mean, uh, you know, he, he is the distillation of your modern American uh, male, or at least what the elites want the modern, male, a modern American male to be. Uh, sexually confused, gender confused, endless consumerism, um, and able to be manipulated yeah. on, on the tiniest little thing. No Compliant, compliance, compliance culture. Compli- yeah, yeah. It's about not thinking about what you're agreeing to, ever. Don't ever think about what you're agreeing to. Like you said, no critical thought. Just like accept. Just accept. Accept it. We said this is what it is. Accept it. And Chris Chan is like a microcosm of that, because he completely that's that's his existence is accepting the terms that other people set for him. And it's a. Uh, it's an it was it's a fascinating look at something and I think because like it's so well documented it, it's like it's a preview into a much probably a much deeper and weirder problem than even I could possibly understand especially yeah. with like internet culture oh for certain yeah, yeah. And, and how many how many Jesus how many young people how many zoomers are out there just like turning into Chris Chan's right now just like out there completely socially awkward on the internet, they found some corner, some pocket of the internet that they 
could be part of a group, but their role in that group is to be like totally ostracized and made fun of and trolled by these assholes. I mean, God, I, I just, I, I can't imagine what the escalation off of this conceptually is going to be 20 years from now. If, if, if Michael Jackson was <laughs> 20 years ago and yeah. Christian is today, then what is the freak show of the future? What's the freak show of 2041? What are we going to be making excuses for? Or like, what's like, uh, it's going to be somebody like Chris Chan, like that gets talked into um, being a, a pedophile or something like that's, it's actually probably already happened and we just don't know about it. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's, that's the escalation from this, this type of like degeneracy. If you can plant these kinds of seed, and this is all by like, it's a snowball effect. It's all happenstance, but like the end goal ends up the end. Well, not the end goal, but the end result ends up being this because it's not it's not just chris it's everybody that's following in the footsteps of the last person that trolled chris and like i think there has been a definite escalation to the point where it seems like and i don't know if this is the right way to put it like chris was groomed to abuse his mother and i don't you know and i don't know that for sure i'm just going off of like what I have observed, and like you had kind of put th- put forth like what you, your thoughts about that a little while ago, about that you think this has maybe been going on for a while. I don't know if it has. I don't know because I don't know if Chris does things without like outside encouragement like that. But like I said, like I I'm not like I'm not an, I'm not a, a Christorian as people call themselves. Like I'm I'm not like I'm just going off of. Christory in the last week. <laughs> yeah. I've got like the past two weeks. I've like, you know, just accumulated all this stuff. And generally when it comes to internet things, I'm pretty good at piecing together from disparate, like little pieces of information and like building the story. But with Chris Chan, there's just so much, there's so much available. It's overwhelming. Like you can't catalog this stuff appropriately. Even the Gino Samuels, the guy who's doing that uh, documentary series, who is taking a hiatus into 2022 because he's like and and good for him he's basically covering chris chan to like try to like uh promote his career as being a real documentarian like he doesn't even um monetize the videos and um even he can't uh like really get to the bottom of it of like what it is he can't even he can't follow all the strands there's right. only so much you can fucking do, like with somebody that is like twenty four seven internet person, and they uh, have been since two thousand six. I think that that's one of the allures of the whole situation is that there are so many strands, there are so many fucked up things, there are so many weird eccentricities that something is going to pique your attention about the situation if it comes up in front of you. Yeah, and because this person is such an oddity, and because this person is so hard to watch isn't the, the the word because they're obviously easy to watch because this person is such a freak show um, they're going to continue to get eyeballs on them and um, it's just part of our human nature like I said I mean this stuff this shit goes back into antiquity it goes back to all public yeah. forums every public forum had some kind of jester or some kind of fool yeah. or some kind of asshole you know, we, human society is always, uh, uh, you know, 
exiled people or rode people out of town on a log or whatever, and we don't have that anymore. So these people are just like in our society, fucking ramming around, and now we have you know a video. We have 4K video in our pockets at all times. Yeah, yeah. So so the documentation of this shit is just going to continue, and it's going to become um, sort of like Netflix in that. Like at, at one point there was cable and there was only eight channels, so you only had a few different things to choose from. And right now there's just Chris Chan and like a few other locales. But in the future there will be a locale for everyone. There'll be a locale catered to your specific taste, just like well, Netflix. And there's eighty thousand different TV shows that you can binge watch, whatever. Well, I hate to I hate to be the the harbinger of doom, buddy, but it's already here. It's called yeah. TikTok. I just made pronoun bracelets, and I would like to explain them. This one stands for he, him, so green and blue, more masculine colors, I guess. This one stands for she, her, so pink and purple, more feminine color. And then this one stands for they, them, and it's yellow and orange, which are, like, gender-neutral colors. When I wear this one, uh, it means that I just go by they, them. When I wear these two together, it means I go by she, them. When I wear these together, it means I go by he, them. When I wear all of them, it means that I go by all pronouns. And when I wear these together, it means that I go by she, him. I'm going to wear them all right now because I go by all pronouns right now. My pronoun, like, preference has changed three times today. This does not happen very often with me, but I'm wearing all three right now. It's called TikTok. Uh, yeah, it's called if TikTok. you want to go see people like Chris Chan, like completely, like mentally ill people, Giving, espousing their ideological perspectives and telling you whatever they're going to tell you, go to TikTok and look up like a social problem. Look up a word. Look up trans. Look up abortion. Look up whatever. You're going to find some of the most. And then, in fact, I've been, I've been, uh, I just reminded myself that's a nightcap thing. Like I'm going to go. I want to go down the TikTok rabbit hole because it is a endless, an endless mine of some of the most insane people because now people have this ability to self chronicle to self report like and <laughs> and now all you literally all you have to do is own a phone and even if you own a $30 phone you can make TikTok videos right and everybody's doing it like every single person is out there thinking that they just have it figured out they are just <laughs> they got it together no matter how crazy they are. And there's some people that are just like legit, like some of the most, I follow this Twitter account. It's a, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a, like a right wing thing. It's like a libs of TikTok. They, they pull crazy TikTok videos and it's just an endless thing every day. You could go watch 60 videos every single day. If you wanted to, of just the most crazy, insane shit that's going on. Not even on the underbelly of society. So Chris Chan's like the underground. He's like subterranean to most people, to most normal people. You go watch fucking TikTok, everybody's doing that. Every fucking normie has fucking TikTok and are watching videos of mentally ill people probably nodding their heads saying like, well, I never thought about it like that. Well, I guess there is an interesting way to approach people. I guess maybe that would be okay. Okay. <laughs> Bring it back to the source. You know, I don't know, man. I, I I was trying to come up with some way to make a thrust in this video about how this is a commentary on our society and 
This is, you know, uh, where we're heading as a people, but nobody gives a fuck. You know what I noticed today when I was at work at my new job? Your normal uh, job, yeah. Everybody's fucking doped up on corn syrup, and nobody gives a fuck about anything. Yeah. Nobody gives three halves of a fuck about anything. They just want shit to be cheap. They want shit to be entertaining. And they want, like George Carlin said, they want to have their favorite thing. That's all that people give a fuck about is their number one favorite thing. Going home at the end of the day and being comfy. And you know what? Listen, the end result of that is people like fucking Chris Chan. You have an entire society of people who are sitting around waiting for something to happen. We are so fucking obsessed for waiting for something to happen that someone like someone as mundane and milk toast and untalented and fucking forgettable as Chris Chan because they were willing to make an ass of themselves were brought to the spotlight brought to the front line or at least of like you said the backwater of the internet famous mm-hmm. and now it's it's like written into fucking internet history you know what I mean? Like 20 yeah. years of this trolling, 20 years of this cult. Like, this is the kind of thing that's going to have cultural influence downstream that's yes. going to be very bad. Right now, it just seems like a lull cow. I'm talking about downstream 15, 20 years when people reflect back on this as yes. the innocent time. <laughs> I know. Is it, is, like in 15, 20 years, like Chris Chan is going to be a blip on the radar. Like, I, oh, not a blip on the radar, but like you in terms of this, it's degeneracy. It's just not going to be that big of a deal, because, uh, like I said, like I intimated before, like this gets much darker. It can only get worse. Right. It can it can only get worse because this is like this is the human id unfettered. Um, which is both the greatest thing about the internet and also the worst thing about it. Like it has opened up this weird fucking vein of existence. That is, like you said earlier, it's hyper-real. It's more real than real, but it's not real because there's no real consequences. So, you know, that's what, like, these people that were fucking with Chris Chan, like, it's it's part of their life. It's real. It's it's more real than real. There's a meta quality to it. And they can do all sorts of fucked-up evil shit, and it doesn't mean anything to them. The only person any of the stuff means anything to is Chris Chan. Everybody else just walks away and becomes a fucking doctor, a right. lawyer, goes runs a fucking used car sales lot, like whatever. Like people, everybody just else just moves on. What Nick Rochford? And I was like, you know what you should do, Maxine? I want you to go back to that guy, <laughs> and I want you to take a test drive in the car. And I know the test drive route that they take you on at the uh, the other Acura dealership. You go uh, down Route 37, and you come back right by the prison. And there's a stoplight right across from the prison that you take a left to go into the dealership. And I hope when you're at that stoplight, there's a prison break. And there's a prisoner from maximum security that scales the fence. He's big. He's Dominican. And he's fucking horny. And he gets to the fucking stoplight and sees you at the stoplight in your shiny brand new Acura. And he says, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So. He's still got his pipe in his hand that he killed the uh, the guard with before he scaled the sewer pipe and then ziplined the belt over the thing <laughs> like uh, Tango and Cash. And he's got his pipe in his hand. He runs over your shiny new Acura with a dealer plate on it. And he fucking pulls you out of the car and whacks you over the fucking top, like right in the fucking forehead and the chin with a pipe. 
and splits your fucking skull wide open. And then he realizes that he's gonna get caught. But man, is he fucking horny. So as you're just laying there in your fucking pile of blood with your head split wide open, he takes down your fucking tall, high-waisted Jordash jeans, unclips your fucking fanny pack, and starts fucking you. And he's fucking you as hard as he can. And the zipper from your fanny pack opens up and the pictures of your kids fly out of it and up in your pile of blood. And in your sight line where your, your fucking face is leaking out blood, you can see anything but you can't even scream because you're quadriplegic now. The pictures of your kids and your family are sitting there and getting stained from the blood while you're getting fucked up the ass. To save 250 bucks. Now, Maxine, does that seem worth it to you? <laughs> Yeah, they all become Nick Nick Rochford. Yeah, <laughs> selling carpets, telling people, "No, I don't smoke in here." I fucking that's that guy's one of my favorite people on the planet right now. Oh, he's he's well, everybody involved in that's pretty great, but yeah, uh, especially Nick. I've been following his Instagram, his Shamanics uh, Antiques Instagram, and he's recently been uh, going on videos of Sam Hyde, his like advice videos, which just turns into them shooting shooting the shit about stuff. Yeah. It's like I could watch Sam Hyde and Nick Roadford shoot the shit about anything for ages. Just ages. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Especially those two. Especially especially the out of that group of guys. Yeah. Those two guys have like an excellent chemistry. Yeah. That that it feels like you're hanging out with your your friends, like your buddies. You're like, oh yeah. cool, this is cool. And and Nick's sense of humor is so understated and just like fucking gold, and he kind of also super aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Like, uh, yeah, God, I, if there's a couple of dudes I would love to go out with a fucking couple beers for, and just fucking tell war stories, it'd be Sam Hyde, Nick. You and think I? You think I'd fucking trip Charles Carroll in the back? You think I'd trip your fucking wife so she could bleed all over my fifteen hundred dollar fucking rug? You think I'd do that, man? There's, know, like, there's like some sort of charm about Nick just telling war stories about like selling used cars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I don't want to get deviate too far from the topic, but no, like that will uh, well, one day we're going to, we're, we're going to get back there. Oh yeah. That's, that's going to be the six hour episode. Yes. Is the MDA episode. We're going to have to like have a time when you're at a hotel and my wife's out of town. Yeah. And, we'll just I, and, and I was actually thinking about that and now we're getting to a point where we're going to start losing people, but <laughs> we should, it should be, we should set it up as a reacts video where we can actually watch some clips. Actually, you know, we should just do it on D Live. Like, I'm not even shitting you. We should just go. Like, we'll try to find. Like, you know, this is obviously in the future. Whatever. We'll just try to find a day where we, we both have like nothing to do. We got internet access. Fucking go for like five hours, and we'll we will watch MDE yeah. stuff together. That would be fun. Yeah, it might be a solid two part episode or something. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I mean, that's all I have to say on Chris Chaney. He is the distillation of modernity. This is where things are headed. This is where things are going. Internet fame and celebrity for being bad yeah. and for being shitty and then being rewarded for being that shitty and you know, people taking advantage of other people's mental illness, which creates more mental illness, which creates more opportunity for people to take advantage of mental illness. It's just, you know, this entire society is fucking circling down the toilet. As Gil Scott here and said, uh, the revolution will not... Or, the future of America is not the melting pot, but the toilet bowl. And that's exactly what this is a example of. Just another fucking, just another cycle around the toilet bowl as we sink our entire civilization down into the fucking sewer. 
and Chris Chan is just a perfect, perfect example of that. Yeah, it's it's a. I would say this is the perfect example of the exponential growth of mental illness on the internet. Like it shows that it shows you how anybody, because I'm and I'm not talking about Christian. Christian's legitimately legitimately an autistic person, but everybody that orbits Christian um, basically uh, form themselves into being mentally ill people by their behavior and how they normalize and rationalize their behavior, and now they have to live their lives with with like what they've done in a weird way. Um, it's like a psychosis. It's like psychosis. It's like it's like oh, like it's just yeah, it's just what we do. We're just doing what we do, and everybody and signs on to it. Imagine for a second before we part, if Chris Chan had been born onto a farm in the middle of Oklahoma before fucking electricity. You know, Chris Chan would he he might be fucking real well liked guy. He might be the guy that you really want around when you're bailing hay because he's yeah. big. And he's stupid. big, and he's good for a laugh. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and in a in a wholesome community, a person like Chris Chan, like you said, he'd just be a weird guy who's good for a laugh. And yeah, he's a little bit weird, and you know maybe he didn't end up with a wife or whatever. But you know, <laughs> this way I have a friend like I that I've joked about for a long time, and I won't name him, uh, but. <laughs> I've always said, but like, oh, you know, he's a really cool guy. But you know, I wouldn't leave him alone with my kids. But he's a cool guy. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, and 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 it's it's funny, but it's true. I mean, in in a, in an older type of civilization, a person like Chris Chan would have just been kind of, you know, the weirdo, unless he went and hurt somebody, and then they would have targeted him and oh, then, yeah, out of a log or lynched him or some shit. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, it's just. In older times, societies had the will to actually do something about a person like Chris Chan, or there was enough community that there was, you know, people could take care of Chris Chan and make sure that, you know, he was taken care of within the community. Yeah, if he was part of a community, exactly. And that's kind of the one of the problems with modernity that I think everybody recognizes is that, like, there is an insular nature to it. We have been kind of conditioned and told to fear each other. I mean, I'm not even just talking about what's been going on in the past couple of years. I mean, like, because now they're literally being like, everyone's sick. You're going to die if you talk to right. somebody. Don't fucking speak to anybody. Just go and go home. Um, but, like, yeah. the, the internet has always encouraged that. It's <laughs> always encouraged this idea of, like, insular, abstract life. It's just not, and which is obviously. Uh, everything's pointing to that being very unhealthy because the internet's really only been around in terms of like broad access to the public public for what, like 25 years. Yeah. About 25. So now we're starting to see the real negative ramifications from that, whether it's like teenage suicides rates spiking, you know, we can look, we can look at from the, when Facebook went public for everybody to now, and you can look at data of how social media has affected children. And, I was just going to say that. Yeah. And Chris Chan is an example of like an early, like this happened to him earlier because of message board culture. Because it ex social media existed before it was formalized, um, except it was just more anonymous back then. But, and he is in some ways, in some ways a victim of that. And everybody, but everybody is slowly, it's like we're, we're frogs in a boiling pot. Like that's really what it is. The heat just slowly gets turned up. It's like, oh, it's getting warm. 
feels nice though. Like it feels good. I'm getting something out of this. And then before you know it, it's fucking over. Like you're fucking dead. You're boiled. You're a boiled frog. Sorry. But yeah, man. I mean, it's the kind of thing that I could literally ramble about this for four and a half more hours. But like, what the fuck am I going to say? The ship is sinking. Listen, everybody out there, this is my truest, most sincere message. Medical supplies, alcohol, and ammunition will be the truest currency after the collapse, okay? You should have food storage, too, but it shouldn't be too much dry food. You should have a lot of canned stuff because it's got its own water. If you keep a lot of dry food, you need to have water alongside of it with purification tablets so that you can actually prepare that food, okay? That's my advice to the American people in the future. A lot of ammo, a lot of alcohol, a lot of medical supplies. Always have backup food that's got water with it, okay? I 100% agree. And uh, that's, I think, well, I mean, even myself, that's what I'm, that's definitely what I'm building towards. <laughs> I mean, like, my wife and I, it was, it was actually a great moment. We both are on the same page now. We're like, we're going to go get, like, a fucking farm, like, out, like, kind of out there. Like, so we both want that now. We're both like, let's go. Let's get away from this. Oh, wait, yeah. I don't live I don't live there. I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. Please. Future Sean, remember to bleep that out. I will see this raw video. You will bleep it out. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I probably would. Like it's an I really actually have always really liked Vermont. But um Thanks, Dan. Appreciate you talking to me about the wonderful world world of Chris Chan and uh everything that encompassed it. And uh if you anybody out there would like to know more about Zoobox, you wanna Keep up the date with Zoobox. There's a bunch of links in the description. Go check those out. Notice and, uh, how I didn't mention any hope for the future. Notice how I only meant I only talked about survival. You need to put fuel stabilizer in any gasoline that you keep around because it will deteriorate. You need the fuel stabilizer. Do you understand? And you should also keep kerosene and diesel around just in case, at least for barter. You need to think about a barter situation. Even if you can't use that material, it will be useful to someone else. There is no future other than this. Please take my advice. Exactly, 100%. That's why I have all the Blu-rays I have. People love movies. (laughs) But anyways... Good night, everybody. Good night, Dan. Thank you so much for joining me, buddy. Cheers, mate. I have a boyfriend and I see the ladies walking Oh my god, Solid Chris isn't waiting. Solid Chris is sick of the slander. He's coming for Liquid right now, and the match is on.